Advanced Planning Advisors, Inc., P. Robert Kirvin, Michael Moylan, and Gradient Advisors, LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Centers for Disease Control and or any other government agency. Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisory services offered by Gradient Advisors, LLC, GA, and or their investment advisor representatives. This is Ready, Aim, Retire with Rob Curvin from Advanced Planning Advisors, Inc. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Rob provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here's Ready, Aim, Retire with your host, Rob Curvin. Welcome back, folks, to another episode of Ready, Aim, Retire. Uh, We're coming at you here uh, both. You know, I'm actually in my office and I know, Tony, you are actually in a new location, which you've been for the last few weeks since we've been doing the podcast. Tell Tell me where you're sitting right now. I am sitting in my home studio. It's kind of a man cave, to be honest. It's what I call my music room, where I have all my records and CDs. I used to do radio promotions in the music industry, uh, and before that, worked in radio, of course. So I got a lot of free CDs and and albums over the years uh, since I started in radio a long time ago. I won't tell you the year. Uh, It's that long ago that I'm ashamed. Um, but <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, but yeah, I love it. I've got, uh, I think my home studio is nicer than the uh, main studio. So I love working from home and I'm just surrounded by, you know, some great music and my family's all upstairs. Uh, oh. my, my, stu- my studio and room I work from is in our basement. It's a walkout basement. So I've got a big window overlooking the trees in my backyard. So I'm loving it. Wow. Quite yeah. descriptive, Tony. I well, like it. I wanted now, to paint a real picture. You know, that, that was a really good picture. I'm just sitting in my regular office, so there's nothing. Although I do have windows, I can look out on you know, onto a highway, kind of. But well, you uh, have some nice uh, behind you there. Some nice uh, framed hockey photos and mem- I do memorabilia. I do. Right? A lot Who, of hockey photos. You know, who's being that famous the, uh, guy right behind you? I have Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. I have. My buddy John Madden, who uh, oh wow, I grew up with, and uh, you know he played for the New Jersey Devils and won uh, what do you win two cups there, one with the, the the Chicago Blackhawks. He's very you know pretty fortunate in hockey. So I was not I've been fortunate enough to not drink out of the cup on John a few Madden, occasions. Though. Not the football, Pardon John Madden. Not the football. No, the it's the hockey, John Madden. So yeah. he's. Uh, a little less known than the football John Madden. <laughs> yeah, but but he is known. I've heard, he I I knew played was... for you guys for one year. He played, yeah, he, he did play for Minnesota, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like one year. You know what? He actually sold. You know, you know we're getting off topic here, but he sold his house to Zach Parisi. Actually, hmm. little known Parisi fact. is a great player, or was yes. anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. All okay, right. You so... know what, Tony? Let's get to what we're talking about yeah. today. It was good to actually have some positive conversation because I'll tell you, over the last six weeks, it just hasn't been. You know, it's been, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, it's been one of those, you know, times in our lives that obviously we'll never forget. Um, it will change things, you know, and, and you know, it's it's even now, as we're recording this, it's the 21st of April and things aren't even close to normal. You know, no. I don't know about in Minnesota, but certainly here in Illinois, things aren't even close to normal 
Um, and it seems like every day you, you, you wake up, it's like you're just waiting for, you know, the sun to shine and something good to happen. Well, yeah, it's true. Um, yeah, 2020 has been a dumpster fire so far, really. It has. I it mean, has. I hate to say it that way. I don't want to be crude, but it really is. And you don't want to be negative. So it is nice to have positive conversation. And I've enjoyed spending time with my family. And, you know, there are some advantages. But overall, yeah, it's been a, it's been a tough time out there. I mean, the market's going crazy. I know we had mm -hmm. uh, last week's show had Michael Binger on. Uh, the president of Gradient Investments, and he talked about what's going on and where he sees things headed. But, you know, no one has a crystal ball right now, do they? They really don't. And there's, uh, uh, you know, and like I've said on the, you know, on the podcast that we've been doing throughout this, and I said on, on uh, you know, several messages I've sent out to clients throughout this, is is you, you really don't know. Like What I can tell you is markets recover. Um, what I can't tell you is, is how long is that going to take? You know, our lives change, you know, when, when big things like this happen. And I guess today I just kind of want to focus on, we'll go through the, you know, kind of how that's affecting, you know, the, the markets, you know, what, what, you know, what that, what does that look like down the road? And let's just cover some of the, you know, the most more popular questions that, that people have kind of reached out to me for with, with COVID-19. Yeah, that, that sounds really good. And so I, basically right now we're in a bear market, right? That's correct. Yeah. So yeah, we we officially entered that uh, last month. You know, and and uh, and what a bear market is, Tony, is a bear market is a twenty percent drop from from the highs to you know the current positions. So you know, at one point, um, you know, during all this, or you know, I guess uh, you know, and then maybe the third week of March, I don't know exactly off the top of my head, but you know, it had you know the Dow Jones is had a thirty seven percent. Uh, you know, top to bottom. Yeah, that's that's quite incredible. You know, if there's one thing I could say about this is the um, the speed at which that market went down is like something you really haven't seen before. Even even when we went through, you know, 1987, you know, uh, Black Monday, it drew down, obviously, you know, you know, super rapidly. That's the only other one I can really think of. Like even in 2008, the, the great financial crisis, it literally took a year to get down to those levels, you know, so Yikes. pretty incredible. Pretty scary for people out there, um, but bear markets come around. You know, bear markets. You know, uh, it, it, the markets can't always go up. Um, but once you understand kind of what you're in, um, you know, then you can kind of address. Hey, am I? You know, you know, from an investment standpoint, am I in the right spot? And I guess that's what we want to tackle. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. And I think that's huge. So uh, you know, obviously. Uh, there was a lot of talk about whether we'd see a bear market coming soon, but I don't think anybody knew that a strange new virus <laughs> was coming. That wasn't right. even that wasn't even on my bear market bingo card. Uh, <laughs> but but here we are. So knowing that we're now in a bear market, what do we do about it? Well, I guess I guess like you know you're in a bear market. You know, um, so accept it. You know, the, you know the you know I, and in, you're uneasy. It's uh, it makes it makes you kind of nervous and scared. A lot of our clients we deal with, uh, you know, I would say 90 percent of them are, you know, approaching retirement or in retirement. Uh, and even some of the younger ones, Tony, I'm going to tell you, I got I got clients in their you know 20s and 30s and 40s. Um, and even them, you know, you know, they're nervous because for a lot of them, here's the interesting thing is is. My older clients, um, you know, that, 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 you know, are in retirement or very close to it. Not, you know, there's a few concerned ones. And, and I've talked about that on the show. You know, a few, I get a few phone calls, obviously, here and there. Now, we're, we're, 
you know, pretty diligent about uh, reaching out and, and, uh, and we're still doing reviews. You know, we're still, I think that's important. Uh, I've learned how to do zoom Tony real, real good. Um, that seems <laughs> to be a real, you know, everyone seems to know how to do that. Yeah, so, I'm so proud and, and I, I like seeing people too. Like the, I prefer, uh, the reason we do, you know, so, you know, so many reviews per year is we like to see people. So we're doing, we're doing the zoom, the, you know, the, the zoom meetings or, or, or phone calls. And so now he's still reaching out to everybody. If your scheduled time's coming up, you're going to get a phone call. So I think that's important to keep the lines of communication open. And, and then I can, I can really, you know, walk people down the path, but the, um, as far as, you know, what you can do when you're in it is, is I'm sorry, you know, when, when I'm, when talking about clients, I got sidetracked with the zoom there, Tony, but when talking to clients that are, that are in retirement or reaching retirement, like I said, I get a few phone calls. The ones that were more nervous were actually the one, and, and this is just from my personal experience is the ones that were younger because, you know, from, you know, the people in their forties may not have invested that much until that point in their thirties, maybe not as much. And, uh, they've never been through this before. So they've only seen markets go up. You know, you, you have a year like 2018 when it was down, but it wasn't even down double digits that year. So the so the you know, they haven't seen a massive drawdown. And and they were the ones that were a little bit more concerned, you know, that were, you know, hey, should we put the money on the sidelines? Should we do, you know, this? And, you know, uh, you know what's what's our strategy? And and uh, um, so it was interesting to see just the dynamic of that, of, of my older ones not being quite as nervous, but the the ones that have not been through it. And have not been through a 2008 when they had money, had not been through a 2000, in, 2000 to 2002. Like, it was interesting. Yeah. Well, for sure. And and uh, everybody has a different risk tolerance. And that's basically what you're talking about here, right? I mean, it's risk tolerance. Explain that a little bit more for us. Uh, Tony, you hit the nail on the head. So, so if you're out there and... You know, last month when everything was bouncing around, and and, and I'll, let me just say this, Tony, uh, we don't know when it's over. So the last few weeks have been kind of good. You know, they've been going, and people are like, okay, this is going good. Um, usually in a bear market, uh, it, it, you see big run-ups and pullbacks. That's just kind of the nature of it. And until we have really, um, you know, something a little bit more concrete, or we see numbers diminish quickly in the, in the, or not quickly, but just diminish with the coronavirus, I have, I have a. Uh, a suspicion that it's probably we're not going to see a huge bounce back. But when you talk about risk, risk tolerance, if you were during last month, if you were panicking and you were like freaking out a little bit, you, you might want to look at your risk tolerance and you, you maybe you're taking too much risk, you know, and, and you got to look at it that way. You have to say, you know what did did, you know, did it make me feel really, really uncomfortable uh, to the point that, um, you know, you know, I was having trouble sleeping or, you know, whatever the case may be, because we had many clients. And I went through this, uh, I sent a great video. Uh, well, I say great, but you know, I sent it. So, um, but I sent the video to all the clients kind of doing a, a quarterly recap. And it was interesting. Like, you know, when I really looked at it, a lot of the balanced portfolios that a lot of our clients are in did very well last quarter. You know, they, they definitely weren't up, but did, you know, comparative to, you know, the Dow Jones and things like that, it, they did, they did pretty darn good, you know? So the, that meant the risk was probably in line. At advanced planning uh, advisors, what we use is we use what's called the color of money risk analysis, Tony, and that determines your score. You know, so the it's an easy you know questionnaire. It's literally eleven questions, and if you if you if you want it at any time, you can go on this, and it will tell you what your risk tolerance is. It'll tell you whether you're conservative, balanced, moderate growth, growth. You can go to this. I'll give you the website, Tony. It's it's www 
yourristolerance.com. So your uh, Y-O-U-R-R-I-S-K-T-O-L-E-R-A-N-C-E.com. So yourristolerance.com. If you go on there, you can get your own full report. You get your own risk tolerance report to kind of see, hey, how does that line up? If you don't work with us, you know, you might want to compare that to what you're currently investing and say, hey, you know what? Or, or talk to your your uh, financial advisor and hopefully he's a fiduciary and talk to them and say, hey, you know what? I did a risk tolerance um, and I'm wondering, does that match what I'm currently at? You know, and that's it. You, you should do that because uh, I think that's a. Uh, uh, you know, something that should be updated, especially in those kind of times, because, you know, no one cares about risk tolerance, Tony, when the market goes up 20 percent. I'm going to tell you that right now. Like when it goes down <laughs> yeah, 20, yeah. it becomes a little bit more of a concern. Well, and right now, uh, a lot of people are concerned about their finances, as you mentioned. But I think one of the important things to remember, work with a trusted financial professional, uh, someone like yourself and Rob, our listeners can give you a call and you'll set up that complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation, correct? And you can 100%. do that virtually, right? You know what? Here's what's interesting, Tony, is is over the last, uh, and this this might make people go, really? Because like, it makes me go, really, sometimes. Over the last month, so in the eye of the storm, when everything's kind of going all over the place, we had we had three people from clients referred referred into us, you know, and they, they weren't getting the, the communication um, you know, that they, that they would have liked, you know, from wherever they were currently at, you know, and, and I'm always been about, you know, knowledge is power. If I give people enough knowledge, you know, it takes concerns away. It makes people more comfortable. We have a financial plan. So markets like that don't really affect the long-term, you know, financial plan if it's designed correctly. So yeah, we've had, and so we've done those virtual meetings. I had one yesterday that was on the phone. I had, you know, I've had, you know, two or three you know, Zoom meetings like that to meet somebody and uh, not my preferred method. Um, you know, definitely, I'm sure, you know, from their perspective, not their preferred method, you know, because it's, it's nice to meet in person, especially the first time and, um, you know, sit down and go through things together. But if you call us at uh, 630-780-1099, we'll be more than happy to set that up, you know, and, and maybe now it's easier than ever, you know, cause you can have a phone call. You don't have to worry about walking in. You can have a zoom meeting, do it from your, your home, you know, and maybe, you know, spending you know half hour with me on the phone, um, you know, can can give you some ideas that might help you in the future. So definitely give us a call anytime at 630-780-1099. Uh, we are deemed essential. I have been at work every single day since this thing started. Um, and we, we were continuing to meet with clients and build content to help you guys out. Yeah, I think that's great. And, you know, you're talking about risk tolerance. And as a, you know, it's a measure of somebody's comfort level with the risk involved with their different strategies for retirement income or retirement savings or their investments in the market. And one thing you mentioned is that it can change over time. Explain that a little bit more. Uh, so somebody's risk tolerance changes over time. For sure. So everyone has um, a time horizon. And what a time horizon is, Tony, is that's just like, you know, when do you plan on retiring? You know, if you're if you're 50 years old, your time horizon might be 15 years. You know, if you're 60, maybe it's five years or maybe it's seven. Everyone's a little bit different. So, you know, as you're further away, generally speaking, now, again, this is a, a general rule. Like everyone has their own risk tolerance. I, I literally have clients that are in their, you know, uh, 40s that take no risk whatsoever. You know, even though it makes no sense, but everyone's got it. You got to be your comfort zone. And I'm not the one to tell you, you know, this is the way you do it. We, that's why we do risk tolerances. So we're always on the same page. It does not matter to me where that where that falls. But as you get closer and closer to retirement, 
generally speaking, again, you, you start taking a little bit less risk. Now, you also have to understand is sometimes I get people in here that, you know, their uh, uh, clients referred them in, they've just retired or they're close to it and they don't want to take any risk. And that's probably not a good thing either, Tony, because if you're planning on being retired for, you know, hopefully, you know, 15, 20, 30 years, you're going to have to have a little bit of risk in there to help your portfolio grow so you can continue uh, you know, to pull money from it if if if, if that's required. But usually, and, and usually when we have people switch portfolios and update them, like we've been doing a lot over the last little while, um, we, we have them do a new risk tolerance. You know, and sometimes we'll just see them come through our website, our, our own clients. Our own clients are sitting at home. They'll listen to a show like this uh, and they'll say, you know what, I'm going to try it out. I want to see if that matches up and I'll get an email. Hey, Rob, did that ma- did that one match my last one? And, and we'll check it out for them. And, and people want to know that. And people want to know, hey, am I if I'm lined up to my risk tolerance, then I have nothing to worry about in these markets. I guess that's what, really what it comes down to in, in the most simplified manner, Tony. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, as you know, Rob, sometimes my opinions change on things from week to week. So, well, yeah, you so you told me earlier it, you've moved to pants optional since you're working at home. So <laughs> yeah, that, that's, yeah. A, that, that's an opinion I probably didn't want to hear, but yeah, it, you know, well, I'm glad you shared it with me. By that, I just mean uh, shorts or the, oh, sh- shorts. Okay. the short pants, the short <laughs> pants, yeah, <clears throat> as I like to call them, the short right. pants. We're breaking okay. out the short pants. Thank um, you for clarifying, by the way. But yeah, I mean, and, and we're talking about, you know, how it's been to keep in contact with your clients, and I know you're really... Uh, you know that it's important to reach out to them and make sure you're in communication with them, especially during a time like this. And of course, like you said, you even learned to use Zoom and of course the phone. And it's vital uh, to stay in touch uh, with your clients. And I think it's good for everyone to have a financial professional they can trust. You don't have to go this alone. And that's just going to remove a lot of burden. And you want to be able to take advantage also of all the different, uh, there's tax advantages right now because taxes are on sale, basically. Uh, mm-hmm. Taxes are lower than they have been in quite a bit of time. And with all this stimulus package, uh, people are assuming they're going to go up uh, in the future to cover all this. But um, it seems especially important right now, right? It does. And you know what? I think like, you know, to, to, you know, to touch on when you say keeping in touch, uh, we, we do it because we want to. We don't do it because like, hey, that's what you should do. That's what the financial advisor handbook says. You know, uh, uh, our our clients over time become friends. You know, the, we do enough. We we do enough um, get togethers and, you know, sitting down with somebody three or four times a year. Like you just get to know somebody, you know, uh, and you get to and, and I consider them friends. I, I like like I said to many clients, I've. I've stopped working with certain people because, you know, I, I just didn't consider them to be, you know, to be a friend, you know, to be somebody that, you know, we were on the same page. And I think that's important for everybody because they'll find somebody that is, you know, and, and I think, you know, if you're not getting if your communication isn't, uh, you know, frequent enough during a time like this, you know, you should sit out there and say, hey, you know what, um, you know, and, and maybe really looking, you know, look in the mirror, kind of, you know, you know who you're with. Uh, and interview other people, you know, I'm not saying it's just us, you know, but, but the, you know, you know, we're trying to get stuff out to clients, you know, at a minimum on a weekly basis, you know, some sort of update, uh, whether it's a video, we've done webinars, we've done, um, you know, we've sent things from our portfolio managers, we've done like letter, like it just, it's, it's, it's endless, Tony. And I think, uh, uh, we communicate pretty decently, uh, normally, you know, but, uh, but I think, you know, during this time we've really amped it up and the podcast has been great. You know, I've had, 
um, actually a lot of positive feedback from clients and non-clients. You know, uh, you know, they just they, they love the podcast. They find that the information we're giving them is is obviously timely. You know, uh, a lot of the, a lot of the podcasts we do, like, you know, Tony, is is a lot of it we don't like to be timely on because we want people to be able to go back and listen about, you know, you know how they should set up their retirement, what, what different investments they should be in. You know, you know, whatever we happen to be talking about, it, you know, they, they don't all have to be timely. They have to be good topics. But we've really focused over the last month or so um, really on this, on what's going on in the markets, on the coronavirus you know, and things that, that I can hopefully put you guys at ease out there to make you say, OK, good. You know, uh, you know, Rob's looking after it. I'm in I'm in a good spot. and I feel comfortable. So and the, and like you said, lately, our topics have been uh, timely. I mean, we're talking about what's going on right now because y- you have to because of what it's doing with the financial markets and uh, people are concerned. Um, but when you say uh, it's the topics uh, and you get comments and good feedback on the podcast, you feel that's because of the topics. I always assumed it was because of your co-host. I think. Um, you know what? They don't mention you near enough as, as much as you think. You know, I'm sure they don't. I'm sure they don't bring me up <laughs> as much as I one, think though, in my own like, mind. Yeah. You painted that picture. You know, sitting there open. You know, looking out these great windows in a walkout base. I hope I get some sort of feedback that says, you know what, Tony? Tony sounds like he's in a good spot. I am. Uh, I am. Can, all things considered, what the world uh-huh. is going through right now. But yeah, obviously, it, communication is key right now uh, with a financial professional. So, and moving on, you know, you've been talking about, you know, the coronavirus taking a different spin, trying to use this time to, as inspiration, to move your retirement strategy forward and, you know, avoiding rash decisions. You mentioned that. And I think that's a particularly important right now during stressful times, isn't it? It is. It is. The, the, the one thing you can't do in times like this is, is panic. You reach out to somebody, have a conversation. Um, you know, you know, sometimes, especially if you're not working with somebody, I, you know, I say to clients all the time that the, you know, when the markets are going straight up, you know, I think we have good value when markets are going down. I think we have great value, you know? And I think that, uh, um, you know, making those decisions. And I did get some phone calls, Tony, when the, when the market you know, you was down, I think, you know, you know, March 22nd, March 23rd, at, at almost it's low. Of course, we got calls going into there. Of course, we had people getting concerns. And I'm glad. And I said to every single person that called, I go, call again, call anytime. You know, if, if you're if your quarterly meeting isn't on the way up, call me anyway. And and I think, you know, by by helping people out with that, it, it helped them not to make rash decisions. And I could give you I'm not going to you know do it, but I could give you Example after example, people that were like, oh, gee, should we be in cash? Should we be here? And and talking logically through it, uh, they understood where I, you know, where I came from and, you know, what our long term objective is, what our time horizon is, where we're actually invested. And and when people really understand that, like we talk about these things, but until you you're you're very, very concerned, maybe you don't listen as, as much, you know, you know, when people are coming in for meetings, we talk about it. But, you know, they we're also talking about, hey, what are the grandkids doing? How was that trip? You know, we're talking about real things because, like I said, I consider them friends. So, um I guess I'm the person that stops you from making rash decisions. And any data would tell you the people that make a rash decision, you know, most of the time they're not successful. It's too difficult. The, the, the timing, you know, like, like I say, the, it's not, you know, trying to time the market. 
it's time in the market, you know, and the longer we can stay in and, and avoid these things, you know, the better off, we, you know, the better off we'll be. So, uh, you know, I encourage everybody to talk to somebody before making, uh, you know, a quick rash decision. Yeah, exactly. Don't make those rash decisions. I think that's key. And I think that's a good uh, spot to end the show on today. I think it's been a sure. great discussion. Was there anything else you wanted to talk about before we go? No, you know what, Tony, just, you know what, you guys try that risk tolerance, you know, out there spending, you know, look, it's 11 questions, point and click. I'm, I'm talking about the five minute deal. So go to www.yourrisktolerance.com and take it, you know, kind of see where you're at and you'll be able to say, Hey, you know what, I'm, I'm balanced, you know, but you know, my portfolio is kind of like higher risk, you know, or maybe that's maybe like now it's changed a little bit that you've, that you've been on the other end of something like this, you know, so definitely take that. Uh, clients of mine, if you're out there, take it, you know, take it and, and I'll compare it when it comes in. It comes into our system, too, so I can compare it to kind of where you're currently at. Um, and then when we talk, we can see, hey, you know what, this is this is perfect or, hey, we have to make some adjustments or whatever the case may be. But we won't make a rash decision, Tony. We'll make an intelligent, well thought out um, you know, decision in, you know, in any moves that we ever make in portfolios. But other than that, I'd say thank you, Tony. Enjoy your view. You know, uh, it sounds beautiful. And uh, until next time, I guess we'll talk to you later. All right. And that does it for another episode of Ready, Aim, Retire with our host, Rob Kirby. Thank you for listening to Ready, Aim, Retire. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Rob Kirvin at Advanced Planning Advisors, Inc. Call 630-780-1099 or visit their website at apadvisors.net. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Robert Curvin offers investment advisory services through Gradient Advisors, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 877-885-0508. An SEC-registered investment advisor. Gradient Advisors, LLC and its advisors do not render tax, legal, or accounting advice. Advanced Planning Advisors, Inc is not a registered investment advisor and is not an affiliated of Gradient Advisors, LLC. Insurance products and services are offered through P. Robert Curvin, independent agent. P. Robert Curvin and Gradient Advisors, LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.